Hi, and welcome to Genesis Upper Room Church. We hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in with us. In Mark chapter 8, I'll be reading from the Amplified Version. Y'all got your Bibles? 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Mark 8 in the Amplified. It is written, and Jesus called to him the throng with his disciples and said to them, if anyone intends to come after me, let him deny himself to forget, to ignore, to disown, and to lose sight of himself and his own interests and take up his cross, joining me as the disciple and siding with my party. Follow me continually, cleaving steadfast to me. Verse 35. For whoever wants to, oh, oh my, we're going to start already. My God. Get this. I, I pray. Oh, my God. Verse 35. For whoever wants to save his higher spiritual eternal life, listen to this, whoever wants to save his higher spiritual or eternal life will lose it, will lose it, the lower natural temporal life, which is lived only on the earth. And whoever gives up his life, which is lived only on the earth for my sake and the gospels will save it. His higher spiritual life in the eternal kingdom of God. And he concludes in this portion by saying, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his life in the eternal kingdom of God? And his disciples said to him, If anyone intends to come after me, Let him deny himself, forget, ignore, disown, and lose sight of himself and his own interests and take up his cross and joining me as a disciple and siding with my party, follow me continually, cleaving steadfast unto me. So I want to talk to you tonight about a man we all read about in the book of Acts and I believe when you study the Bible and you take some, you're doing a Bible course, uh, his name is mentioned often. And it is in the book of Acts. It's Acts 6. And who we're going to put the focus on tonight is Stephen. The Bible says that Stephen was a man full of faith (laughs) and power who did great miracles and wonders amongst the people. In this chapter 6, as you read, you understand that Out of seven, Stephen was chosen to fill a void uh, in the the discipleship there. It also tells us in Acts 6 that there was a dispute between Stephen and the others in the synagogue, the teachers, the uh, Sadducees, the scribes. And the Bible records an incredible dialogue between a man, Stephen, Again, he was full of faith, chosen by God. And as he began to speak, those who disputed with him, they were not able to resist the wisdom 
by the spirit which he spoke. In verse 11, it says, Then they stubborn men, which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So we hear a dialogue beginning to stir up. We're seeing how the enemy is now using flesh and blood, wanting to silence a voice that God has called to speak on behalf of his kingdom. And verse 12, and it says, And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and set up false witnesses. For we have heard him say, now this is based on a lie. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs from which Moses delivered unto us. And all that sat in the council looked steadfastly upon him, saw Stephen's face, and it had been the face of an angel. Acts 7.54 says this, And when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Stephen now filled with the Holy Ghost. And anybody watching this stream, anybody in this sanctuary filled with the Holy Ghost, can I get a witness? Because listen what the Word of God says about you. In the same way he speaks about Stephen, he speaks about you. He, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, in the spirit, Stephen, now his eyes are open and he begins to declare out of his mouth what he sees in the spirit. And he says, behold, I see the heavens opened and the son of man standing on the right hand of God. And the Bible says that those who were disputing against him, they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and they ran upon him in one court. What they did, they seized him. And the Bible says that they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes, clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And the Bible says that he knelt down and cried with a loud voice. Come on, saints. My God, if this was ever such a time as this, he says, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So I'm going to ask you today, saints, is anyone watching on live stream, anyone in the sanctuary? Are you open to walk through this teaching tonight? Amen. All right. Hallelujah. We're going to we're going to walk. We're going to tread on. Waters, and we're going to go deep, deep into the spirit tonight. If you're ready to walk through this spirit, uh, this teaching tonight, come on, send us a thumbs up. And then I'm going to ask you, fasten your seatbelts because we're going to go on a bumpy ride. 
Because what's being released here cannot come through the wisdom of man. It has to come to the wisdom and the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we loose that. Father, I loose your glory. I loose revelation into this live stream. I loose it into this sanctuary. I'm calling for that covering. Oh, the covering of Yeshua HaMashiach, your Christ. The blood he shed 2,000 years ago. I'm calling for a canopy. Ooh, a covering of your anointing over our minds tonight so we can receive this mystery which can only be given to us from you in Jesus' mighty name. And the people in this house say, Amen. All right. Hallelujah. So tonight I want to pray this message into you as well from Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> the Father of glory, he may inspire you with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge. Interpret that. The revelation and the knowledge of who you are and what this message is intended to do in your lives, in Jesus' mighty name. Can I get a witness from somebody? Can I get a witness from somebody who will agree? All right. Hallelujah. Jesus. I looked up because I thought somebody went out in the spirit. All right. Before Pentecost and before the early church was birthed, Jesus offers an explanation of what it will cost a person who will follow. Come on, Caleb. Who will follow after him that they must deny themselves. To get, oh, to, excuse me, to ignore and disown and lose sight of themselves. Those things, their own interests, and to take up their own cross and follow him, follow up to him, continually cleaving to him. For whatever wants to save, or for whoever wants to save his higher spiritual life, will lose it. Get this. I'm repeating this from earlier. The lower natural temporal life, which is lived only on the earth, and whoever gives up his life, which is lived on the earth for my sake and for the gospels will save it. His higher spiritual life in eternal kingdom of God. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world to forfeit his life in the eternal kingdom of God? Saints, watch this, please. You gain spiritual maturity that you will take into eternity. We learn how to advance the kingdom of God in the earth by the spirit. Yesterday we talked about the number eight, the uh, month of August being the number eight in this 2020. And in that new birth, watch this. This applies to this message. I didn't know it back then we were putting this together, but I got the download today. This new birth experience. Watch what's going to happen here tonight. And I, I'm going to give this to you, and I'm not taking the scriptures out of its context. Again, we encourage you to, to sift it. Sift this to see how it is relevant to this message today. Jesus. Yeah. Somebody's watching on live stream right now. There's a sensation going through your 
your right leg, there's a tingling sensation, a numbness that's going to cease before this live stream is over. In Jesus' mighty name. In John 10.10, we're all gripped, we're all well-versed in this, but let's review it again. All right? Jesus says, I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He emphasizes this. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. He prophetic releases this description. He says, greater love has no man than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. How many of you watching and in this sanctuary know that you're a friend of God? Let me say this. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. Come on, let this settle in you. you, you you're going to see something. Hallelujah. I tapped this screen. There you go. All right. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man no man is that a man lays down his life for his brother, his for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, in verse 15, I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what the Lord does. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my father I have made known to you. You have not chosen me. Come on, Saint. Mm. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you that you love one another. The emphasis in this whole portion of scripture is that we learn to love one another. To understand not only are we brothers and sisters in the faith, but we're to become friends. As we are friends with the Lord and he is with us, we need to be friends with one another. Be honest and true with one another. Amen? Amen. Verse 17, Jesus prays for himself. Now we're building on this. Stay with Brother Michael here. And Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that your son may glorify you as you have given him authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. That he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. This is eternal life that they may know you the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you've sent I have glorified you on the earth this is what he's saying to the father I have finished the work which you have given me to do and now father glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was this was the prayer that Jesus declared to his father in glory this is the prelude to Jesus becoming a martyr. Somebody say martyr. martyr. No, martyr. Somebody say martyr. martyr. A martyr for humanity. To die to self, 
to gain eternal life. Even Jesus, as he came in flesh as a man, had to die in the flesh. Come on, to, to secure a place in glory for eternity. This offers an explanation to become a martyr when, when a non-believer becomes born again. Again, saints, sift this. Sift this by the spirit of revelation. 2 Peter 3.9 And the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us. Not willing... Not willing that any should perish, but all should come into repentance. And so, for weeks prior to this uh, Monday night, the Lord has been speaking to me about, about John 3.16, and I kept going over it, and I would go back to it, and the Spirit of God, I would read it, and the emphasis on this is, is, is the love that God has. And I thought, Lord, why do... This is, the, this is almost like elementary. It's the basis uh, or basic foundation to when we first become born again. For God, for God, oh, somebody watching. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The demonstration in this word, uh, I'm getting, getting something here, download. The demonstration in this word gives provision for someone who does not know God to come to know God. It is a foundational truth that everything that the scriptures are based upon, Jesus Christ and him crucified, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, and the promise of his return is all based on this one concept and that's agape God's love for humanity in John 3 10 to 17 there's a dialogue between Jesus and Nicodemus we've all read we've read that again the introduction of becoming born again stay with us Jesus answered and said to him are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things most assuredly I say to you we speak what we know and testify what we have seen. And you do not receive our witness. If I have told you the earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who has come down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world would be saved through him. In, in, in Romans chapter 10, Rose, uh, the writer writes, about the righteousness which is of, of the law. And the man who does those things shall live by them. And the Bible says, but righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will descend to heaven, that is to bring Christ down 
from above or who would descend in the abyss. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. And I'm reading scripture and we're going to pull away from this in just a minute with an explanation. But what does it say? The word, the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you conform, oh my Jesus, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. It's a written word. It's a spiritual word. It's a logos, a rhema, a living word. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus the Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I need a hands up in this house. Come on. Saints, from your confession of faith, your heart and out of your mouth, you choose to become a martyr. Stay with me on this. You choose to become a martyr. To endure, to suffer a spiritual death to the old man, willing to give up your life for the cause of Christ and his gospel. I want to say this again. From your confession of faith, you, from your heart and out of your mouth, you choose to become a martyr. To endure, to suffer a spiritual death to the old man, Willing to give up your life for the cause of Christ and his gospel. Watch this. To die to self. Watch this. To die to self. To the old man. To receive eternal life. The result by choosing to put to death a martyr, the old life, a new life is born in you. All, Arab, all things pass away and all things now become new. A new life is born. We talked about yesterday, number eight, the uh, month of August, uh, the number eight new beginning, bringing new life. A new life is born and it is now a life given to us to cleave to Jesus. Oh, to adhere closely for to and remain faithful to with the Holy Spirit, guided by him, to receive counsel from him, submerged in his anointing with power from on high, stepping through an open door, a gateway to live in the glory of God. The presence of the triune Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit for eternity. Can I I'm give a witness in this house? Come on. As humanity becomes aware of those who physically have been martyred, you and I, those born again, get this. For the gospel of Jesus Christ, now living in the glory of God's presence, now living in the glory of God's presence, we honor them and offer the sacrifice of praise to God from their example of dying to serve and receive the reward in heaven that waited for them in glory. Hallelujah. The martyrs who have passed on. 
Come on. They have passed on. They're now in the, in the presence of God, in the glory to which they gave up their life for. Hallelujah. This concept of, of dying to oneself, this relation concept between being a martyr in the natural or in the physical, but also in the spiritual realm, opens up our eyes to see and to refer to Christ as the example. Yes, Christ martyred. Stephen martyred. The other apostles martyred for the cause of Christ. And so this concept of becoming born again gives us an understanding that we too, we martyred ourselves by going to Christ to receive him as Lord and Savior. And as a result, the old man dies. Come on. We sacrifice the old man. And we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. There is a concept of martyrdom in here that has to come to us only by revelation of the Holy Spirit. And so as we release this today, we ask you to understand this concept comes from the heart of the Father, bring us into a greater revelation. It talks about the mysteries of his word, other things that are added, this concept of martyrdom. Come on, saints, this rebirthing, dying to uh, bringing the old man to death, sacrificing the old so we can come into the new. A profound work can only be explained by the Spirit of God. And in this, we receive the reality of our born-again experience. Once we gave up the old man, martyred the old man, we come into a new life in Christ Jesus our Lord, where we reign with him. Come on. We work with him. We talk with him. We converse with him, even as it shows in the Scriptures as the Spirit of God inspired man to write the scriptures, we now have a dialogue, an open dialogue with our creator, the uncreated one, where there's an exchange where he can teach us, explain to us. Even in this one concept, martyrism, being a martyr, so much more, the depth and revelation within his word, so much more. We're in a, we're in a, a, a stage of constantly learning the word of God as we study to show ourselves approved. There's there's the depth of richness, the wealth that comes out of the word of God. The more we study, the more we read. And so we release this today through this stream. And we ask you to sift this word out. Get alone with Jesus. Get an understanding. Do a study on what it is to martyr. And, you'll, he, and he will give you the understanding of what he's explaining in this. Again, we only scratch the surface of this today. Hallelujah. And when God gave this to me a couple of days ago, I thought, I, I have no idea where you're taking us. What is this concept? And as the days progressed from, yes, from today is Monday, from Wednesday to yesterday, I didn't get the whole concept that the new birth that we spoke about yesterday would come into uh, compliance with this word of being a martyr. Is somebody getting this? Please, I need to know just one person is getting this in this sanctuary. Somebody on the stream, come on. Come on, I, I'd like to see some thumbs up. And we're going to release this prophecy in just, just a minute. Hallelujah. Hall there they go. Hallelujah. 
Yes, that's right. Being a martyr is a life's journey. Yeah, praise the Lord. There we go. Hallelujah. Thank you, saints. I love you. I appreciate you, Masa, because this was a deep one. This was deep in Jesus' mighty name. All right. So you received that portion of that teaching. My God, my God, where is it? Where is it? Hallelujah. There it is. I, I believe, my God, I believe that the Spirit of God is going to come upon you when you sleep. I believe uh, dreams are going to come and, and explain and show you the conditions and, and what's taking place in your life as you continue to walk out this, this life and walk out uh, your salvation. I truly believe give visions are, are, are being uh, prepared and assigned to each one of you that you'll begin to see the th the. The, the things that are taking place, the activity in the spiritual realm with an understanding of why they're there. I believe revelation is going to come. Teaching is going to come by the spirit of the living God. We're in a very strategic time uh, in history. We're in a very strategic time as the body of Christ. We're in a very strategic time as the ecclesia, the church as it is today. And we won't go into all what's going on, but we know what's going on. Uh, we're not going to speak in that. We know what's going on in the world world today in humanity and so with these revelations that are being released listen saints listen to the prophetic voices God has raised up uh, in this generation listen to what he's spoken in times past listen to the prophecies now coming forth and what's preparing us for what's about to come this, I believe, and I stand on this, is the prelude. It's the introduction for one of the greatest outpourings of the Holy Spirit that the body of Christ and the church will ever experience. We are in a generation of profound and specific prophetic releases taking place in, in, in the body of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Come on. All right. I'm going to ask you. Sit yourselves for a moment here. Going to give about 15 seconds. Put down your writing stuff and open up your spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to open up your spirit to this prophetic release. And again, it's, it's lengthy. I'm going to go slow. So as this word goes forth, you'll be able to receive it deep into your spirit, man. And if anybody is ready, I just need one person. Is anybody ready? I need a witness in the house. Amen. All right, there's... Anyway, we got, we got some who are ready. Hallelujah. Mm, mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for your responses, saints. Jamie, thank you. Kim, thank you. Cornus Joy, thank you. Dennis Paul, God bless you, brother. Love you too, man. Hallelujah. G-O-A, G-O-A, hallelujah. Rodney, high five, man. Hey, Megan, we got you. We got you. Woo. Ryan, come on. Alexis. All right, saints, here we go. We're going to release this prophetic word. This is God's heart to us. And I, before I begin this prophecy, for those of you who are just getting familiar with Genesis Upper Church, this ministry was birthed through a prophetic word. It was given to God's apostle of faith, my mother-in-law, Rita Felix. 
Uh, if you want to know more about the history and the background, it, you can go to Genesis Encounter Genesis up, Upper uh, EncounterGenesis.com. Excuse me. Give me a minute here. And there you can read about the history of how Genesis was birthed. The distinction within this ministry, we are a kingdom church under an apostolic and prophetic mantle. And we are uh, categorized or recognized as being a prophetic ministry. And what God has done, he's passed down the gift of prophecy from one apostle to another. From my mother-in-law, it was passed down to her from an apostle, and from her, an apostle before her. So we see a generation of four uh, generations here. Then it was passed down unto my wife, uh, Prophetess Yvonne. I stepped into the ministry, first generation, and God is moving in this area of the prophetic. For those of you who've been asking God to uh, stir up that gift of prophecy, we're going to pray for you tonight. But some of you who are watching right now, there's more to your position as just the gift of prophecy. Those of you that are watching have become seers, and you're going to see how God will network the two, the ability as a seer and being a prophet for this end time move of the Spirit of God and the ministry that he has called you into. And I, I know, I know we're going to get some thumbs up on that. All right, here's the prophecy. With this exchange... I will give you beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning as you acknowledge the principles and the commands of my word. I will pour into you greater revelation followed with divine wisdom revealing to you truths that are within truths, says the Lord. The mysteries of my kingdom that can only be revealed to you by Holy Spirit. I will continue in my ability to accelerate your lives, to live in the Spirit, by the Spirit, and through the Spirit, says the Lord. All this work is the prelude and introduction as I continue to pour out upon all flesh where you, my sons and daughters, will prophesy with greater revelation, dreams, to dream dreams and have visitations in a dimension in the realm of glory that you have not experienced in times past and in the present. Take heed. Give careful attention to my clarion call to action. I am about to flood the earth with the knowledge of my glory just as the waters cover the seas. There is... Oh, paramasitaralasata... Oh, Woo. man, I just got hit. Woo. There is no epidemic of disease. There is no famine and there is no drought that my kingdom government cannot rule over, says the Lord. My word is truth. My word is authority. The gateway. The door, it comes through, passes from heaven's realm where I exist as eternity, says the Lord. My word is truth. Cleave to me the uncreated one who has always been and will always be. Hallelujah. 
to you my believe I, I see the, the, the river of water rising in a level here tonight Rising, we're going to, saints, we're going to, our feet are going to get wet, our socks are going to get wet, our trousers are going to get wet. Come on, we're going to walk in this tonight. Amen. To you, my beloved, I am Alpha. To you, my righteous, <laughs> I am Omega. To you, my ambassadors, I am the beginning. To you, my chosen, I am the end. To you, my sons and daughters, I am the first and I am the last. As my apostles and prophets continue to speak truth, revealing kingdom purpose and kingdom life into you, my precious ones, understand, I am oh, I, whew, about to expedite a power so strong that it will cause the rulers of this world to tremble. Remain steadfast in this current epidemic. Abide in me as I abide in you. Do not allow fear to dominate your mind or provoke you to run in a different direction, says the Lord. Remain steadfast in the path that I have placed before you. Be diligent, be strong, and know that I am with you. And that you are a chosen generation. Come on, say, God's prophesying his word to you here tonight. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, my own special people, says the Lord. That you may proclaim praises to me who called you out of darkness into, into my marvelous light. I and I alone stand with you to back you up in every circumstance. There's a wave. There's a wave of anointing in this house right now. Father, we release it as you bless us and give it to us. We release it into this stream right now that it would find its way into every house, every home, touch every man, every woman, and every child that is watching this right now. We thank you for the wave of your glory. We thank you for the wave of your spirit. Somebody's hands are watching right now. Uh, you feel the presence of God is upon your hands. That moisture that is wet is becoming warm. I see the kabad, the weight, the glory of God resting on somebody's head right now. I see fire, oh Jesus. I see fire on somebody's feet right now. You were sitting down, you're standing up, and my, you're doing the dance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is prophetic release. This is a prophetic release for your lives tonight in Jesus' might and I and I alone stand with you to back you up in every circumstance, every situation, in every season for the development of your spiritual maturity. This is my promise. As the days progress, you will walk with me and you will talk with me. We will make exchanges through visions and dreams and conversations, and they will be one on one. I am raising your level of faith in this hour so 
that you will step out um, in a demonstration of power, revealing my kingdom authority and my kingdom predestined for each one of your lives. Um, in this hour, I am raising up Elishas. I am raising up Elijahs. I am raising up Esthers. I am raising up Deborahs. I am raising up a generation who will know how to call upon my name, the name of, this, of my son, declaring my kingdom reign in this earth, says the Lord. I will remember. Jesus. Uh, saints, I don't know if this is happening in your homes, but angels just walked into the sanctuary. They've come, oh God, they've come to take this report back to the Lord. They've come to hear this prophetic word and bring it back to the throne room of the Father of glory. Jesus. Jesus. Hmm. I will remain with you through your salvation, with you through your deliverance, and with you through your healings. You will be whole. You will be complete as you walk out your own salvation daily with me, says the Lord. Mahana. Oh, my God. I got to come down here. My God, the Holy Ghost is in this house. Oh, pass through the live stream. Father, oh God, give to those who are watching what you're giving us here today. It is my desire, says the Lord, that as I converse, as I have conversed with my son on earth, spoke to him, ministered to him, and revealed to him kingdom purpose, the same desire for you radiates from my heart to yours. Beloved, take every possession of everything I have offered to you. Do not limit me do not restrict me from placing into you my very best. You are mine, says the Lord. You are my possession. You belong to me as I belong to you. Take hold and let us walk out this task, this assignment together for the salvation of humanity. You are my anointed called by me, chosen by me for this end time move my spirit. Keep your ear inclined to my voice. Do not become overwhelmed by the world and what it represents. Although you are in this world, but you are not of this world, but you are a chosen gener generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, my own special people that you may proclaim the praises of God who called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Do not stop loving me in the midst of any crisis, says God, as I will never stop loving you, says the Spirit of the Lord. 
For from this release, today I take you, each one of you, by your hand. And I will walk with you strategically. I will walk with you diligently. I will continue to pour my life-giving spirit into your lives, says God. And you will see the development of a divine resource of supernatural manifestations and demonstrations of power that I will use in you and through you. For in this crisis, keep your eyes upon me, Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. Even now, I have heard your prayers, says the Lord. Understand what I am saying. Understand what I am doing. This impartation, this acceleration for spiritual development comes straight from my throne room of glory where I live, says God. I have my eyes upon you, says God. I have my will directed to you, says the Lord. Separate yourself in this seasons of crisis, says God. Separate yourself and understand in that place, in that prayer closet with me, says the Lord, I will reveal to you mysteries. I will give you truths, things not even man can propose. I will propose and hear me in this season. I, the Lord, thy God, where there doesn't seem to be a way, I have already made a way, and it will manifest in everything that you put your hands to, says the Spirit of the living God. Can I get a praise in this house? Can I get a praise in this house tonight? Somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 